Everybody and welcome to a very spooky episode. Is that good? Probably not. Anyways, it's Halloween. Oh, you didn't keep going. That was like an episode of Pixel Response. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. It's Halloween, guys. Ah, ah, kind ah, of. Ah. I'm working it's Halloween, so. <laughs> well, it's a Thursday, right? Isn't it? So it, it doesn't is. work for anybody to do stuff. So this past weekend was kind of Halloween for adults, anyway. Sure. But, yeah. Downtown was full of freaks, man. Were you down there? Yeah. You were in the downtown? Yeah, we went to a party mm-hmm. um, at, at a pub, you know? Like, just one of those. Yeah, you Jane- went to drink. Yeah. I mean, I, I went to eat a beef dip sandwich, but same idea. But, I mean, straight up, you are probably the biggest lush I know. Like, doesn't take much to tip over? No, just the fact that you're drinking every day. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, it's mm-hmm. a long-standing problem, but, you know, fair enough. Thanks for bringing it up, I guess. Yeah. That, be, that being said, I have a bottle of vodka looking right at me. Okay. And it's speaking to me right now. Lasers it's saying the- some terrible, terrible things about stuff I should do to it. Oh, okay. And they all involve my mouth. Yeah, that sounds about right for a bottle. That makes yeah. sense, right? Yeah, so. I mean, I... I don't technically have, like, another orifice that would be good for a bottle. Well, mm-hmm. there's one, but it wouldn't be good for anybody if that happened. And you get yeah. drunk way faster, so... That's what I hear. I would yeah. never try it, though, because why? Like, no, I'm okay I'm, with it. apparently kind of dangerous, so don't do that. It's not good for you. Yeah, can't you, like, just straight up die? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So if it's like, you know, hey, I fell into this vat of liquor. It's like, no, don't do that because your body's like absorbing it. So don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Sounds fun on paper, though. It's just like a swimming pool full of whiskey or something. But no. Yeah. I don't think it works that way. <laughs> don't do it, kids. Don't drink? Don't go swimming in whiskey pools. I mean, I guess technically if you're saying don't do it, kids, you shouldn't drink at all. Right. Unless you're in France. Then it's cool, right? Because the French don't care about anything. Well, I, I, they just like wine a lot, isn't that what it is? Hmm. I guess so. Anyway, alcohol, Halloween, weird costumes. Yeah. But like I said, I'm working on Halloween, so I don't get to enjoy anything about Halloween. I get to work. How's work going for you? Um, work's going okay. It's just. I'm not used to full-time at all anymore, so it's weird. Like, it's just like, oh man, my whole week just kind of is gone. Yeah. And I get home and I'm tired and then I sleep and then I wake up and then I work and then I go home and then I sleep. It's like that Hot Diggity Demon video. Pretty yeah. much. That's a really good video, too. Yeah, it kind of just sums up things in a really depressing way and makes you question, like, what are most humans doing? Like, you know, because everyone just wants to retire, right? Or they're working for the weekend. Yeah. But... <clears throat> if everybody wants that, why don't we all just quit? You know? Kind of let it slide. Society crumbles. Well, like, you know, you go to the grocery store and you're just like, hey man, I know you don't want to be here either, so how about I just take this bag of hot dog buns and you leave and I leave? 
and then, because that bag know, of hot dog buns isn't there anymore when you go to oh, get it. Right, because at some point someone tells the farmers and they stop, you know, doing <laughs> their thing. Yeah, and then it's not good. So really, we just need to pay them, right? But I guess well, you also need to and pay then the you have to pay everyone else in the world to not take the last hot dog buns. You're right. There's just a big chain. <laughs> yeah, it's not me and the hot dog buns. It's like who bagged those buns in the first place, right? Who cut them? Yeah, because that dude that bagged it, you know he's stealing some fucking buns. Those buns are going in his fucking mouth. He doesn't pay for hot dog buns. Come on. Who are we no, kidding? of course not. He begs them. Yeah. When you like, beg oh, something, you own it. Variance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, working, it's, it's crazy right now because the Christmas season, that is a thing that happens with stores. They, yeah, because you're doing make, like retail sort of thing, right? Well, kind of, except I'm doing, like, the receiving end of things. So oh, you're a receiver? Like, you're, like, warehouse? Yeah, kind of. Oh, like, man, warehouse Nathan. We could be, like, buddies now. Oh, okay. Is that kind of what... We could share beers. With airplanes? Hmm? Like, is that kind of what you're doing, but you get them from the airplanes? Well, no, I'm in an office, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> it's I still... Like, Matt, I was just like, wait, a lot of our junk comes from the airport, so... Maybe yeah. you're involved in some weird way. Like, oh, yeah, sent, you know, n- like, it's like, oh, yeah, these nine pallets arrived for Indigo, go on this truck, and then they show up at my store, and I'm like, what the hell? How am I supposed to? There's no room. And then. Yeah. Like, you know those nine pallets? Yeah. Motherfucker, I stacked them. Oh, dude. <laughs> the worst. Because it's, it's, like, so weird, though, because it's just like, oh, well, it's 6 o'clock. I'm going to go home. And you just kind of hope it works out, because. It's crazy right now, but I don't know. Right. I, there's no non-disclosure stuff. It's just work, right? So it's fine. But yeah, like everybody's nice. That's helping a lot. But it's just kind of weird seeing how much stuff we're getting in every day. Like it's just like, where do we put it all? We don't have enough room. There's like, I don't care, man, because there's a warehouse somewhere that is also too full. So they're trying to kind of spread it out. So they, everyone's kind of, again, there's this weird chain of events that I'm not privy to. That well, and it's weird because, like, know. when you say a pallet, you're talking about a four-foot-by-four-foot four wooden device used to hold things, right? Yeah, so just boxes stacked on When it. we say a pallet, it's either a 10-by-6-foot metal sheet that go on an airplane up to a 20-foot sheet. Oh, okay, so, so way bigger. So the pallets you're talking about, we just call skids. Right. I guess we also call them skids. Yeah, they're skids. So, okay. <laughs> they're both pallets, no. though, because you put stuff on them. So you know those things in Last of Us that Ellie stands on and she can't swim and all that, yeah. like come from our store, as it turns out. So sure, yeah. There's hundreds of them, and like dude, the dudes in a truck come and take them away. Sure. But not often enough. Same with the cardboard guy. Like there was like a weird thing where it's just like we need the cardboard man to come and take away this cardboard so we can pile up more cardboard. At some point you just feel real bad. Cause it's just like, man, it's a lot of cardboard, like all these trees and shit, but we're recycling it. So we're doing the right thing. I think, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Tetanus risks and stuff too. Like Tetanus. Those, those kids, man, they got nails on them. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, work, work. And it's, you know, going to happen again tonight overnight again. So I don't know what to expect, but it's the last nervous. Um, I don't know, like, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, man, you never say that. 
What? It'll be you fine. Sh- you're never supposed to say what's the worst that could happen. That's yeah, like the bad omen. Yeah, just before the heist, you're like, ah, whatever, it'll be fine. This guy's trustworthy, and then all that stuff happens. Like, Dane I'm going to walk down this back alley with no lights, the handful of money sticking out of my thong that I'm wearing and nothing else. What's the worst that could happen? I, I don't know. You you know, get to the 7-Eleven and they don't have that, you know, meatball kebab you want. Yeah, that's probably true, actually. Yeah. I don't like those. They're gross. I, I've had two of them. I was really impressed the first time. And then the second time I realized, oh, wait, I just like bullseye barbecue sauce. Yeah. So I don't know if I'll ever need to buy it again. I think it was just like I hadn't had bullseye barbecue sauce in a while. So it's just like, oh, they soak this in that. And that is what I'm tasting. But, you know, fair enough. I, I wasn't, you know, necessarily looking for 7-Eleven food. It was we were on a road trip and needed food. And that was there. Sure. So I won't go out of my way, probably. But yeah, it's kind of like a Little Caesars pizza type thing, which I think we went into. Like if it's there, totally. If not, yeah. eh. Like I'm not going to drive to go get it, but you know, there's there's a Little Caesars like right near us, so it's kind of dangerous. End up going there a lot. But yeah, working. You know who else is working hard? No. He's he's on the trail. He's detecting shit. Yeah, going out solving crimes. It's true. Well, solving one crime, I guess. When and we not doing a good him. job. Like kind of just looking around for stuff that's easy to see. Doing sheriff stuff. Sheriff yeah. stuff, sure. Um, we are talking about Telltale's games or Telltale's game. The Wolf Among Us, based on the comic book series Fables. Actually, yeah. a prequel, so a precursor to the actual comics. Oh, okay. But it's better than Walking Dead. All right. Yep. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I mean, we have an hour discussion or something out there about Walking Dead and some issues I had with it. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I don't have those same issues with Wolf Among Us, so in some way, it's well, fine. Yet, because you wouldn't yeah. play through it over and over, so. Right. Like, I mean, it has... Oh, yeah, I guess that's one of the things, right? <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, I am so uncompelled by this that whatever, and that it's using smoke and mirrors and kind of there's not a lot of choice in it, which is probably true. Uh, It just won't rear its head because I barely made it through the first run of the episode. I don't like the story. I I don't like on a, just the most base level that there is. I just don't think it's a good story. It's just a bad idea for, you haven't seen the story. You saw one episode. Oh no. I just mean like the whole premise, the conceit, like all of it, like not, not even like, Oh, I didn't like this character. I didn't like this thing. Like, the idea of just, we took a bunch of old pop culture and made a thing, just kind of like, it's like I'm a cat and they're just rubbing my fur forward towards my face, and they just don't understand what that's doing to me, but it's just got my back up. Like, it's just, it's weirding me out. (laughs) I I thought it was terrible. Like That's the worst (laughs) description I've ever heard, because it makes no sense. What do you mean? I'm a cat. (laughs) <laughs> and Telltale's like, hey, man, I'm going to pet your back. And I'm like, all right, I'm into that. 
and they start rubbing the wrong way. And it's just like, don't you know how to do this? But they just don't. And then eventually you have to claw them and run away. You know, I thought that was pretty evocative of how I <laughs> felt about it. You have to claw them and run away? <laughs> yeah, put put that on the box. Like, I want to claw Telltale Games and run into an alley. Yeah. It's just, okay, dark fan like, taking kids' fantasy stuff and then making it dark, like, I don't I don't see any, I, that just does not appeal to me. Like, it's just lazy. It's just easy. It's like Todd McFarlane type business. Like, it's just like, I made it moody and dark mm-hmm. and creepy. And it's like, alright, I mean, that's the literally easiest way you could have gone, but okay. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, no, like, they went they went the easiest way they could have gone, and they made another. They announced rather another season of Walking Dead. Yeah. The easiest way you could go is just reuse the same assets and the same idea, and then keep going with it, which is what like everything does. Hmm. Yeah. Like just keep riding the zombie train. You're saying the zombie train. Um, if we want to get more like into other stuff, Assassin's Creed. I mean, the Call of Duties, literally redoing the same game over and over. That's actually the laziest thing you could do. Ah, uh, but at least it's like a new story. You know? No, like, it's not. Like, ever. well, it is. It's not literally characters you know, like Mister Toad and the Big Bad Wolf and the Three Little Pigs. Like, it's like. It's yeah, not, you know the characters, but you don't know them in this story. Well, but, like, they're kind of cashing in on someone else's thing, right? Like, it's like... As opposed to what? As opposed to... Just, like, the new Batman like, game that cashes in on Batman or Rocksteady's work? Yeah, exactly. Like, other stuff does it. I don't know why you're taking such issue with this one. Because oh, Telltale no, is just known for not having any originality at all. They just license stuff and then put their own... Sure. Or whatever. But I no, I'm not saying like I don't like like it sometimes. Like in uh, some places, using some pastiche business is not okay. Like it's just mm-hmm. this specific blend. Okay. Doesn't work for me. Like it just like on a lot of like base levels, like observations, it's just like all right. Like the music's great. I like the visual style. I like the font, which is a weirdly specific thing, but I I really like that font. Like, they have a coherent sense of style and place and all this stuff. It's just what the characters are doing and what they're talking about and who they are and what's going on is just like, I don't want this at all. Like, I just don't want this to happen. Like, it's like, you know, kind of reminding me of stuff like Seven or something, like serial killer creepy stuff. But then they decided to kind of throw in Shrek. And that's just weird. Why would you do that? Like, who conceived of that combination and then you know how did you know how did that get handed to someone else and they said that's a great idea let's make a comic series and then that goes on for several years and then someone's like that's a great idea let's make a video game like it's gone i don't know i don't it it's so not what i'd be doing like it's i don't oh and like here's the thing there are like examples of this kind of just blending other things that i like like the movie the host is kind of sure. just a mashup of a bunch of monster movie stuff, but then like they threw in a family drama. It's like I don't know, like that combination didn't work for some people, but I thought it was great. So you know, by all means, keep combining stuff and trying different mixing of culture stuff. I'm just saying, like this one for me, yeah, maybe just kind of like bummed out. Like I was just, you know, going through it, like just kind of playing all the sequences and stuff. 
you know, doing my quick time events and whatever and having a decent time with that. Like, I didn't ever get really frustrated with the gameplay. Like, I never failed a sequence, really, and was just like, oh, I, I suck. Like, it, it went smoothly. Like, it went as planned. Like, they sure. totally did the job. It's just, again, like, what it is, I don't like. So, mm-hmm. that's all it is. Like, it, it would be like, you know, if I'm walking through a movie store or something, it's just like, I'd read the back of the box and be like, oh, I don't want to rent this. And then i just put it back. Like, I just don't want to watch that. And you're just yeah. like, but, you know... What what about it? Like, is it the director? No, no. Is it the actors? No. It's just the story they're talking about. I don't want to read this. I don't want to watch this. I don't want to see this story. I don't think it's it's just not very interesting. So I guess I'm judging a book by its premise or something. But I don't know. I am All right. Like, yeah, it was a weird kind of thing. Like it was like I put it down after it was over and it was just kind of like fine and then just the more i thought about it like i was just like i just don't think this was a well-conceived thing so you know that's kind of what matters to like at some point like it's like you nailed all the execution of a bad idea so Mm -hmm. good i don't know like i feel kind of like just gross being all this that critical of something for that reason but it's just who I am just did not it just did not resonate with what I'm feeling. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Any idea why though? Like why I, the it didn't resonate? Um, like if you could put like a specific uh, I, I don't know if we can do examples. Well, I'm without, trying like to think, giving Nick, something out maybe or Well, like a little bit. Like over the last month I've been trying to kind of be more creative and write stuff. Okay. But I keep kind of coming up against these hurdles of like, nah, this just sounds like this other thing or like, this is just this other idea, you know? So I kind of like have this, you know, sensor in my mind. That's just like, you're just deriving from this other thing. And then I'll kind of stop, you know, like, or I'll just kind of be like, nah, this isn't that great of a story idea. Like I'm basically like starting over and over and over. And that like me seeing like people doing completed works of stuff that I just wouldn't let myself write ever is kind of weirdly frustrating to me because it's just like, I wish my brain didn't care enough so I could actually make something, but I can't not care enough about like, I don't want this to be judged as harshly as I'm judging it. So I'm just not going to put it out there. Like that's just happened enough times. So maybe it's like some sort of weird self-conscious thing on that front. Mm -hmm. Like, like kind of the same reason, like I was kind of like, just confused by why Alfonso Cuaron would spend so much time making gravity. Cause it's just like a thrill ride thing. Like, it's just like, why would you put so much time and artistry and effort into such a shallow thing is kind of the same con- confounding thing I'm having. But like part of it's probably like some self-loathing thing where it's just like, well, at least they're creating something. And I'm just like, well, but I wouldn't want to create that. So that's okay, right? And then I'm just having this weird kind of like internal crisis about it. So all of like, yeah, watching this kind of just mine a bunch of other stuff just brought up all these kind of like little alarms in my head of like weird tendencies that I'm seeing. And I, I don't know. That's, hmm. that's probably why I reacted like I did. But I don't know. Like at the end of the day, like I don't know if I'll keep playing. Like I just... I thought the end story beat they end on was just kind of depressing in a way that wasn't fun or interesting. Like it was like, and like oh. should have been in the last episode maybe, 
as a Maybe, thing. Maybe, like, I don't yeah, I don't know. Like, it's like trying to up the stakes or whatever. But I just was like irritated by it. Like, it's like, why do you need to go dark with everything? Like, why can't this just not be unpleasant? Like, yeah. what is my reason for hanging out in this world if everything is so messed up? Like, yeah, like. I've actually seen that sentiment expressed about seven, like the serial killer movie with David, like David Fincher directed, where it's just like, this is just a gross world. Like this film world is just unpleasant and I don't like the characters. Like why? Like this is just bad. And I, I kind of like that movie just as like stylistic thing, mm-hmm. but I kind of get why it's just like, yeah, this is like a weird thing to like, cause it's not pleasant. Like the, everyone involved, like in the storyline is just kind of, I don't know, crude for no reason other than that's kind of novel. Because it's like, what if Mr. Toad was saying, like, ah, oh, motherfucker, you know? That would be edgy and weird. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, that as a easy, like, cash-in for all this, like, kind of awareness of these characters, you know? Like, I mean, like, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen comes to mind. Like, that's kind of Alan Moore doing that. Yeah. And to me, that's, like, one of his less interesting books, because it's just, like, okay, you just borrowed a bunch of stuff. Like, I mean, it's kind of cool that you know so much about these other characters that you can kind of write in character and kind of do stuff with them. But at the same time, like, this is glorified fan fiction. Like, that's what it is. But, like, only if you care about the fables. I don't give a shit about most of them. Like, who fucking cares about Mr. Toad? Nobody. I, yeah, but I mean, it's like still like I went on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride at Disneyland, and like I never did. I'm, I've never she, given a shit about Mr. Toad specifically, well, if we're gonna say that name. But no, I'm just you know like them kind of using this kind of awareness everyone has of these characters, and then trying to flip it on its head. Yeah, it's just kind of. I mean, it's the same thing that results in like some of the worst like My Little Pony fan fiction, where it's just like, what if this was fucked up? And you're just like. Everything's already fucked up. What if it was happy and fun and everyone was just drinking tea and eating cookies? Like, that's less weird than what you're describing. Like, it's like, what if we made it dark? And it's like, it is already. Like, everything is. Why can't this just not be? You know? Like, what makes it better that way? I don't know. It's a weird tendency. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, like, okay, besides the thing we shouldn't get into... What? I don't know what you're seeing is so dark. Like, it's just showing these, like, characters from kids' stuff trying to, like, live with real-life situations. But it's like, I don't know if it's real-life situations or if it's, like, this weird extreme world of situations where it's, like, you know, Martin Scorsese's taxi driver-type worlds where it's just everybody's, like, you know, working in seedy bars and it's all gross and everybody's drinking and punching each other like it's just but like that's real life like if you went to a shitty part of the neighborhood there'd be a bunch of people that know each other and then one of them like fucks up and either accidentally or just straight up murder somebody and then they all beat the shit out of them or something like just because it's not our world doesn't mean that this isn't stuff happening in like the bronx in new york you know what i mean like it's like this could conceivably be happening to somebody somewhere I guess it's just parts of it is just in the story. They seem to make it clear that something this bad hasn't happened in this world for a long time. And you're just like, oh, well, why couldn't this game just be about the good times? Like, why does it have to dwell on the bad news story? 
Because nobody like, will play a video game where there's no conflict. Because then it's like, why am I playing this? I mean, they might watch a movie of the good stuff, but they wouldn't actually... There'd be no compelling reason to do anything, you know what I mean? Like, you would talk to people, and then how are they going to make money? <laughs> right. Like, you would take, you would go to the bar and you'd talk to people, and then four episodes would not sell. Okay, like, if it's, like, <laughs> open with a sweet, good-natured thing. Like, Bigby's just trying to make it work, going down to the like, grocery store where he's got a part-time job. And then he goes home and watches TV and, you know. I know I that know. if they made my life as it is right now into a video game, that fucker would not sell one copy. Are you That's sure there's saying. like a growing art crowd that might be into it? I don't want art people looking <sighs> at my life. Okay. <laughs> it's like Gone Home, Paul edition. Oh, That's man. House. There's like nothing interesting here, though. Maybe no, if there I, is so much that you if know, I was a lesbian, maybe. But it's like you look at you know my my bookshelves and you know you understand a little bit about who I am as a person, right? You look at how many I've never seen your bookshelf. You know, there's a copy of Child of Eden sitting here. Like that that says it all, really, doesn't it? It's but then you open there. it and Ninety Nine Nights is in there. So that says everything I need to know. Yeah, and then there's this box of cookies. Like, you know, it's kind of in the little details that real storytelling comes through. I don't know. I'm just... I, I was just I, not... I love that in the chat. Mouth was like, Nathan would buy it because Nathan's boring. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. you would buy yeah, the like, video game on my life because I'd, you're boring. I'd buy the Paul game because I, I like boring games. Just like a double, like, just... Whammy. Yeah, yeah. man. It's like digging both of us like okay i don't know maybe it's just like i literally shouldn't have played it this week like i was just not in the mood for it. it's like all right got my day off let's play this game and it's just like unpleasant serial killer story like i was just like i don't yeah. want this at all right now like i've kind of been consciously not reading like okay like i borrowed a book from our store which is a thing we are allowed to do uh by cormac mccarthy it's called blood meridian it was like this dark gritty western thing like all sorts of, I mean, I detailed it last week, like with the funeral and all this stuff. I was just like, I am no longer in the mood for anything this unpleasant. Like, I'm just not going to read this. And then, you know, I'm like going to video games for some escapism or whatever. And I boot up Wolf Among Us because I know it's only like two hours long. And then it's just like, man, everything's fucked up. People are dying. I was just like, I don't want this at all right now. I just don't want this. But it's not hard. So I'm still playing through it. But there's no light at the end of this tunnel. Like it's just dark. And like, they basically turn off the lights at the end of that game. Like, you're just like, and now it's worse. See you next month. And I'm just like, Oh God. Like, you know what it, you know what it made me realize though, playing it. Yeah. I don't like playing these type of games. So I don't know if I'm going to like beyond two souls where it's just like move. Well, no, the, I mean the actual gameplay. Like I don't, I'm not one for this. Like, anymore move the controller or move the stick or now push this button like fuck this what yeah. a waste of time if you're just gonna give me a movie just give me a fucking movie don't make me have to push a button mm-hmm. i don't know like you're just kind of making a tedious movie at some point like that is kind of thing like at some point this week i was just like i just want mechanics i just want game like i just want to do stuff so i've just been playing a ton of spelunky and a decent amount of don't starve like just you know, stuff that demands Don't my doesn't look attention. fun at all, though. It's kind of fun. It's like the the 
thing I'm it's reminding me of is like the seven day survival mode in Dead Rising. Okay. Where it's kind of just like you need to manage your food and kind of keep playing or else your guy will die and you don't want him to. And at the same time, you're kind of like discovering that there are actually things to do in the world as you play. And it's kind of cool, but I, I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird thing in a lot of ways. Like I, I almost, I'm almost comparing it to like a RTS in some strange way where you're collecting resources like you're, but you're just managing one guy, but you're still kind of going around to different trees and like chopping them down and collecting firewood so you can build a fire so that overnight you won't be murdered by the dark monsters or whatever. Um, yeah. But then even during the day and stuff, like there's still threats. Like it's just like a bunch of hornets come out of a beehive and they're like, well, not a beehive, obviously a hornet hive. Is that a thing? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's a nest. Hostile insects. There's spiders. There's wolves, I guess, that just kind of happened. I don't know what that was about, but it was just like, did you hear that? And then I was just like, what? And then a bunch of wolves came, and I was just running through the forest away from these wolves. Like, it's just, it's kind of cool that it just creates this like weird, hostile environment that you were fighting against, but it's like kind of miserable and unpleasant in a way, too. But yeah. you kind of get to fight against it. Like, you aren't contributing to the bad stuff. You are just trying to make it. And in a way, it's kind of... I don't know, like, I've had some vague notions of, like, I think it was after a trip to a museum where I saw kind of, you know, early man tools and fire building and stuff. I was kind of like, oh, this would be a cool thing for a game. And this is kind of like that. Like, it's okay, just, yeah. you got to build tools, you got to build, you know. So it's Minecraft. Fire. Yeah, it's it's just the survival component of Minecraft. Yeah. So, like, there's no real building. Like, there's, like, tech trees and stuff. So it's but a worse it, Minecraft. Or way better, it's kind of up to you. Because you can't build your own place? That sounds way better. Yeah, like, it's kind of, like, not expecting you to kind of fill in the game for them. It's just, like, here's a game for you to play. It's right. kind of cool, in a way. Like, it's like they, you know... I guess the current iteration of Minecraft is built out. Like, maybe it has a bunch of more constructed mission stuff than when I was messing around with it. So I'm being a little snarky just in response to your snarkiness. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to actually being like, no, Notch is terrible. I don't know that. Um, but yeah, I I got more interested in this than I did in that game. But mm. I've only done a couple runs of it. Like, uh, my best one was like 13 days of surviving. Which okay. I guess that kind of like broken into days structure too is kind of doing something for me. Like I'm just kind of like, yeah, that's kind of how time works. Like maybe a little, a little. Like, just the tiniest, like, we got 0.2% of Majora's Mask in this DNA, and that's enough for me to kind of go, like, mm, all right, tastes pretty good. I'll hmm. probably keep it for a little bit. But I find Spelunky much more satisfying mechanically, so I'm just going back to that. Cause sure, because that game is built around the mechanics, really, so. Yeah, whereas this is kind of built around, like, the weird world that you're discovering, but mechanically you're just kind of triggering animations. So it's just, like all right, I'm near this tree, and I press A, and now Maxwell will te tear a bunch of twigs off of it. You know, like, there's no real, like, tactile, direct, one-to-one -one thing. Like, you press X, and then he'll kind of go into his axe swing animation or whatever. Like, it's a little less, like, um, one-to-one. Like, yeah. But equals output. Like, it's a little more drawn out. But it, mm -hmm. it's still kind of interesting. Like, there, there's... 
much more to discover in that game. I kind of stumbled onto some weird creature at the end and died, and that was kind of a weird kind of, oh! But yeah, in that roguelike way, I am enjoying it. I'll, I'll probably do some more runs. But after a big, successful run, kind of, where you've been playing quite a while, after you die, it's kind of a bit deflating because you're a little more invested than, like, Spelunky, it's like 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, if you're doing yeah. quite... This is like, no, I've been playing as this one for like two hours, and then I died. So, I mean, I still have all these lessons learned in my head, but I have like almost nothing to show for it. I mean, you do level up, I guess. Like, it, I made it to level two after that run and unlocked a new character I can play as. So there's, they're kind of trying to give you some reasons to not get super depressed and just leave. Like, yeah. oh, I lost, I lost the game, and then you just kind of walk away. Like, they're trying to bring you back, but I don't know. I, I, I'm Spelunky's kind of. I just want to finish it. I don't. I don't know. You can, right? That that's a thing people can do. Yeah. You beat that game. Like I kind of want to see what's what's what in that game. I've only ever gotten to the fourth world, and even then, I always like just panic and die as soon as I get there. Sure. So, uh, have you played much of uh, Derek Hughes Spelunky? Not recently. Nope. Okay. But now because of the Steam thing, I will mm-hmm. play that and Don't Starve and finally test it out. Yeah, because uh, we got the family sharing thing going on. We're family. Yeah, we're we're we are family. It's like that song. Yeah, it's kind of like that song. Um, sorry for kicking you out, bro. I just wanted to play. Wait, so we're gonna bring this up. Yeah. So sorry I was playing. That. I was doing a blind play of the Stanley Parable live yesterday, and you kicked me out, and people were cursing your name in the chat. Okay. Straight up. <laughs> Well, I but didn't it's have okay. any context for what you were doing. It was just saying you were. And playing, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't about to message you and be like, "Dude, I need you to just give me another ten minutes," because like I don't fucking care. It's your account, so whatever. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't like bummed out or anything by it. But anyways, I played Stanley Parable, and um, you did too. I think mm-hmm. I saw one ending on my own and one ending with the stream. Okay. Uh, the ending I did with the stream was where you go crazy in the basement and die. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that one. It was pretty pretty good. I yeah, like that and uh, I can't remember what the other one is. I'm just trying to. Oh, I guess three endings technically, if you consider that during the stream as well. I jumped off that like girder. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you like, consider in that a warehouse or whatever. You just kind of. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know how many are in that game, but there's there's definitely more than I've seen. I've probably seen like six or seven different endings. I was told eight, but oh, okay, maybe more. I don't like. I honestly don't know. Depends what you consider an ending, because there's there's somewhere it like just kind of forcibly starts over. Sure, but there's more to that game I think than I've discovered so far. But it's yeah. How do you feel about it? Like kind of its sense of humor and what it's doing. Uh, the sense of humor is good. Mm-hmm. What it's doing is good. Okay. Do I feel it compelling enough to keep playing it? No, not really. Because like it's... You... I mean, I get the sense of humor, haha, blah, blah, blah. You're still just walking around. So, like, I'd rather play... There's so many other games! Like, I just... I don't know if I want to keep wasting time with this. I don't... I'll watch all the endings on YouTube, maybe. And then okay. I'll be okay. I just don't care enough. Like, well, it's kind of like, how can you break it is kind of the game. So, 
I, I kind of like, in a way, like, part of it is just having played many games over the years, you kind of just become accustomed with a bunch of dumb stuff games make you do. And this game is kind of calling out a lot of those. So sure. it's just like, hey, I'm busy talking. Why don't you run around in circles for a bit? Like, the game actually says that, whereas in a lot of games, that's kind of what I end up doing. Like, you brought up Assassin's Creed. Like, there are those, in the first one, there's just dude is telling you story, and you just can't leave his office, so you just end up pacing around. And, like, to me, this is kind of subverting a bunch of these bad storytelling tropes that games just kind of throw in there. Cause that's By doing do. it. Yeah. By so, doing like, it. It's still doing it. Of... I'm at the point now where the reason why I like playing the games I usually do and go back to is because I'm just playing a mechanics-based thing. Right. Like, the story aspects are getting really tiring to me to the point where... Like, The Wolf Among Us, I did like. However, I will never replay the first episode again. I found it very boring because I'm just pushing a button and making this movie play. So, like, why... I'd rather be doing, like, a Dota where I have to continuously be doing something otherwise. Like, there's mechanics there with Hearthstone, which I'll talk about, Heroes of Warcraft. It's a card-based game, so you're... It's just all mechanics stuff. Uh-huh. That's what a video game to me should be at this point. I kind of am caring less about story because the way they keep doing story is so fucking uninteresting for a video game that it's just wasting well, like, my time. Authored stories, <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Like I am definitely kind of becoming more and more like interested in just mechanical stories. Well, you like Spelunky. Like, for yeah, the love Spelunky of God. <laughs> is an amazing story generating thing. Don't Starve is pretty good at that too. Like, those kind of games that just kind of are like, here's a set of things you can do, and here's a place for you to do it in, and then you doing those things is the story. Like, it's your story of doing stuff. Whereas, yeah, anytime a game is kind of like, hey, man, I want to tell you this thing, you like, more and more, it becomes just like, well, why didn't you make a movie? Like, you're in the wrong park. Go away. Like, what are you doing? So, yeah, I I kind of feel you. Like, Stanley Parable is kind of like when I played the mod originally a couple years ago, I definitely was a little cynical about it because it was just like, no, I see what it's doing. But I mean, it's just doing it like it's just, you know, and sometimes it's not doing it like my kind of issue with that back then was like it wouldn't call you out on some stuff that I felt was obvious. But they've obviously put more and more in there Mm -hmm. as they play tested it more and more. And it's kind of impressive how many behaviors they foretold essentially like they kind of account for but you're right like the actual experience of playing it is kind of just like walk through this maze and then a like a funny british man will tell you things like as a study for like gaming psychology or something it's fantastic yeah a game i want to sit down and play i'm done i'm moving on well i mean i don't think it really expects you to play it for more than like two hours or something why would a video game not expect you to play it and put more like than one ending in though of course they expect you to go through over and over mm-hmm. well there's multiple endings but what yeah do you mean? like that's that's where technology comes in my friend youtube mm-hmm. will show me all of that and i don't have to sit you around to doing the same thing them. over and over so it's kind of like a puzzle but it's like a story puzzle but it's not because it's just forcing you through and then giving you a little piece of cheese somewhere I guess, in a weird way, this is, 
like what we're saying right now could almost be applied to this other thing I've been playing, Device Six, which is I don't even iOS. know what this is. Yeah, this is an iOS game that's getting a decent amount of like positive praise right now. Oh, dude, um, Stanley Parable is getting positive praise too. In fact, it'll probably be a fucking game of the year with these stupid fucking internet sites. So. Yeah, I mean, who knows? It could even end up on one of our lists. It's weird. <laughs> it totally is on your list already, isn't it? I don't know. I the demo and like all the kind of other extra I do, stuff. I they, do like that the demo is kind of its own thing. Yeah, the That's demo is about good. demos. The PAX demo I saw was about PAX demos. Like it's kind of impressive how many meta narrative layers they keep stacking. Like in a way, it's reminding me of like Truman Show in a way. Like it's like sure. you're the subject and the the director is talking to you and trying to make you do his thing, but you don't want to, and that's kind of the thing. Sure. And that's kind of cool, but I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, it's kind of a limited amount of stuff you can really accomplish with that. I think maybe but, it's just the fact that you have to consistently start at the beginning again. Right. It starts accounting for that sometimes, but yeah. then sometimes it doesn't. But I, if you're playing it over and over in one session, it'll remember that you've done that, which is kind of cool. Like, it'll just be like, yeah. and blah, 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 just skip over here. Like, come on. You know, like, you know, I know, let's just keep going. It'll kind of do that, which I appreciated. But that is when good. I picked it up for another session, it kind of forgot all of that, which was kind of lame. Because then I was doing the same, jumping through the same hoops again. But yeah, like, it's kind of expecting gamers to have a decent amount of patience by now, maybe. Because if not, how have you enjoyed this hobby for this long? But um, I guess I haven't. The more I think about it, the less I actually like video games. So yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of a tricky tricky thing whether people sure. enjoy playing. But you know, that I I've kind of been digging some of its sense of humor. It's it's another one of those things though where like if you see some of the jokes, like you obviously don't need to play it yourself. Like you're right, sure. YouTube it basically sum up this game. You don't need to walk down the corridor exactly to get all of it yourself because the gameplay is so strict. Like, it's just... Yeah. You can walk or crouch and press buttons sometimes, and I think that's pretty much all you can do. So, I yeah, yeah I understand what you're saying. But, um, what was, what was it? I was, I was trying to kind of... You're talking oh, about the... Nick. Yeah. Right, which, uh, it's from the makers of Year Walk, which was that game earlier this year that I thought was really cool. Sure. Um, in a way, it's kind of iterating on their companion app, like some of the ideas they implemented in the final bit of Year Walk, which a lot of people apparently never saw, which is too bad because that was kind of my favorite part of the game. But um, anyway, uh, it's a it's basically a book. It's basically like an interesting choose your own adventure story. Mm-hmm. But in the same way, I guess like it is a very authored thing that has a very narrow range of things you can do. Like as a player, you kind of aren't playing much of a game it is more of a odd take on writing a book like an audio book that you kind of have to scroll through and make different choices and can kind of solve puzzles in it i've been stuck i haven't figured out how to get further in it which is kind of weird but okay so you haven't seen the ending yet no i haven't so i can't really say whether or not it's worth it it's just i mean a lot of like other factors kind of come into like considering whether or not this is a worthwhile use of anybody's time. Like these games are like four or five dollars because they're like iOS things. Yeah. So it's like, hey, do you want an interesting audiobook? Like normally those can be thirty dollars or fifteen or whatever. This one's five and it's kind of novel. It's in so. your pocket. 
So you're at the doctor's office or something, it's there. Yeah, so, like, you know, in a way, it's like, well, I wasn't expecting this to be, like, a finely honed mechanical game, so... Right, exactly. But, yeah, I, I mean... You know, $15 for Stanley Parable, I don't know if that's a good value for you or not. It really depends on your personal, like, way of looking at it. Like, it's like, well, I got more than a movie's length of time out of it, so that's worth it. Because I'm one of those weird people that pays twelve seventy five to go see a movie. So, you know, paying $12 while it was on sale for Stanley Parable is kind of a bargain. But if you're not looking at it that way, it's like, what? This is not very like I mean I could be playing so much Splunky right now. Like or, on the other side though, Stanley Parable is definitely one of those like oh it's gonna be a sale game and you'll get it for it's five bucks. Sale game, yeah. I mean it just came out, so there's some kind of yeah celebration of it right now, but sure. it could kind of fade away at some point. I don't know. Mixed mixed feelings on some of these, but I, I don't know. I've I've generally enjoyed my time with uh, Stanley Parable quite a bit. Like the stuff I was doing just before we started casting a couple hours ago was uh pretty cool. There there's um there's some clever things they do. Some mm-hmm. fun fun kind of just observations on gaming stuff. So just some I'm not stuff. sure. Yeah, there's some good stuff. There's some good <laughs> stuff in there, man. You should go look at that stuff, maybe, if you if you want to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not gonna be too forceful about it, but <laughs> hey, if one of your people on Steam Family Share has it Maybe spend a little bit of time with it. It's worth the click. We can't be the only people that are doing that, right? Oh, no, not at all. Come on. Like No, but I mean, like, I'm just trying to think. I don't hear other people talking about it, really, on Twitter and stuff, so. Well, I'm wondering if a lot of, like, gaming personality people are just like, oh, dude, I have an ass ton of free codes anyway. I don't care. Like, they just, they're so removed from, like, the bargain this is for normal people <laughs> that it kind of doesn't matter. Right. Like, just, Oh, if I want to play, if I am willing to grant some of my time to any game on the planet, surely the publisher will indulge me. Okay, I got a question for you now, though. Right? Where hmm? does it? Where does this end? Like I don't know. The, the way it's set up right now, yeah, is that like us and our little group of like podcasting slash video game people, like our friend, well, mm, little friend zone. Our- our little family, our our, our family, our family. Yeah. So, like, of course, we all trust each other completely with all of this. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Would you be? What if somebody randomly on Twitter was just like, "Hey, I've been following you for a while. I love what you do with top-down perspective and all that stuff. Let me use your games." Yeah, that's kind of that's a big no for me. That would be a fuck yeah. you. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's like that is kind of a daunting thing. Like that's a level of trust that's hard to get outside of real life interactions, right? So, I mean, like there's some cool cats on my Steam friends list. Oh, dude, but, like, like everybody that follows what we do on Pixel Responds is like my best friend, but not in the way that if you fuck me over, I can't come to your house and kill you. Sort of thing. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm not that attached, you know. Like I'm still a little. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm just saying I can't okay. do that with them because they're everywhere. And right, also, like, I love them. But like, if I fuck you over on Steam, you, you can you can come to my house and just be like, "What the fuck, bro?" And then we can right. have it out. Right. Like, there's an accountability there. Like, it's just like 
well, I'm just trusting like some voice somewhere to not do the worst thing, which is, hey, man, let's look into your kind of Steam wallet here or whatever. Kind of, what do you oh, got? I over- didn't even think about that. You're right. They can yeah. do that. Like there's a there's a exchange process that kind of involves being really trusting <laughs> with whoever you're kind of welcoming into your Steam family, which definitely becomes a bit of a kind of curious thing. But in, so far, I mean, because we all know each other, it's fine. But you're you're right. Like that would be kind of several steps above me giving out my like Skype handle or email or something to some person on the internet. Like, that's do you give out your Skype handle? Not normally. I have right. like maybe once or twice in like weird circumstances, but yeah, weird. See, I'm okay with the Skype thing myself. Okay, because I can anything I can block and ignore, and the other person can do nothing about it. I'm okay mm-hmm. with like just giving them information to find me or add me on it. Right. It's like it, a phone number or something. But like when people can go on to something that has a wallet associated with it, fuck you, you're not getting in. You yeah. Know? Like it's just like I'm not sure how much like data is saved in there in terms of like credit card stuff or whatever, but it's definitely kind of a dicey proposition sometimes. So yeah, yeah I don't know. Even though there's like cool people out there on the internet, I'm I'm not that keen on doing it. Also, it becomes more and more weird, like, the more people you add, because you're kind of, like, with our little thing yesterday, like, feeling weirdly guilty about playing your own games. Like, it's just like, well... You shouldn't feel guilty playing. about that. Someone's borrowing my game, and but I want to play. Oh, see, see the problem here is that, yeah. like, if I lent you... Well, I have. I lent you Demon Souls. Yeah. I can still play my version of PSN Demon's Souls that I got for PS Plus. Yeah. Just fine. The problem here is that if I'm playing a game from your library, you can no longer play anything that you've purchased until I'm done, sort of thing. Like you'll kick well, no. me off. Without kicking you off. Like as I know. soon as I can it's play. Weird. Yeah. Like it makes sense oh. if I'm playing Spelunky and you're like, dude, I want to do that now. Like then sure. But we're not even playing the same game. So Right. Like, it's just kind of like this library is being used. Like, it kind of lumps in all of it. So I could be playing Metro Last Light, and you're playing, uh, I don't know, just Stanley Parable, which is the one you were playing, but Gone Home or something. Who knows? Gone Home, okay. sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. you're playing Gone Home again with the new commentary. Um, And then, yeah, like, it's just kind of, this doesn't make sense in the real world way of, like, I lent that person a totally different game. Like, what does that have to do with this? But at the same time, they're being crazy generous in a way with this. Like, this is way better than, like, demos and stuff. Like, this is access to the full game as long as, you know, your friend's cool with it or whatever. Or your family member, ideally. I don't know. They have to know, right? Like, it's like, there's no family of ten gamers out anywhere. No, sure. Like, maybe there's a big family somewhere with a bunch of kids that are all playing or something, but... I don't know. That seems weird to me. I'm assuming they're kind of conceding to, hey, some people abuse our offline feature and kind of share Steam passwords and stuff. Let's just kind of roll this into a thing that we're controlling. And then, you know, people might actually buy these games if they like it enough. Like, you know, you're playing Don't Starve. 
And then I'm like, no, I want to play. And then you're like, man, that game's so dope. It's on sale right now, 50% off. I'm going to buy it, and then you can, we can both play it. Sure. In theory, that's what they hope happens, I guess, right? Yeah, so, I think, you know what? That's not a bad way to look at it for them either, actually. Yeah. Like, they might actually move some copies of something. Or, like, you know, I know my friends owned Stanley Parable. I didn't actually know at the time, but I still bought it. Or, like, you know, I don't, you know, ask, hey, does ev- is everyone, is anyone else getting the Deadly Premonition Director's Cut tomorrow? Because you're going to buy it. Because I already bought it, yeah. Oh, you like, already did, right. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, that's tomorrow? Click, click, click. Um, Metro Last Light was on sale. I was just like, I'm, I don't need to check. I just want this. Like, I've been... I've had this budgeted in my brain as like if this hits a low enough point, I will get it, and it totally did. So, done. I will check that out. Sixteen bucks, man. That's not bad. It's not bad out. at all. Yeah, I know. Those guys worked hard, so you know, thanks, Frictional. But I, I wasn't that keen on the first one to not ask any questions of the sequel. So, you're welcome. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they got money out of me. So that's, you know, more than you can expect sometimes with PC gaming. They got what they wanted. That's it. Yep. Sorry, Spelunky. Oh, yeah. Whatever. PSN stuff we talked about. But let's um, briefly bounce back. Yeah. It's like spooky Halloween time. That's going on. Ghosts are a staple of Halloween. Yes. This past summer, uh, Ryan Reynolds, the Green Lantern himself, yeah. and Jeff the Dude Bridges teamed up to battle yes. ghosts in what was surely one of the most entertaining movies. I didn't get a chance to see it, but uh, Rest in Peace Department, you, you check that out. Yes. How was that? My first comment to the dude I was watching it with is, oh man, I bet the Rhode Island Police Department is so fucking stoked this came out. <laughs> <laughs> I had never considered that, but <laughs> there you go. R.I.P.D. Getting a but, lot of phone calls. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. okay. Um, uh, What is R.I.P.D.? It is Ghostbusters mixed with Men in Black. It seemed a lot like Men in Black. It's more Men in Black than Ghostbusters. In fact, the Ghostbusters part is literally only a ghost is trying to end like the world. Okay. Yeah. How was that? It's fucking like, stupid as shit. But in a fun way, because I like Men in Black, and that's kind of dumb. There's you know a what? giant alien that steals a guy's skin and stuff. You know what? Let's go ahead and say the first time, it's okay. Okay. The second time, it's fucking stupid and boring. You've seen this movie twice? Yeah, so I watched up until the last 15 minutes at work with my coworker, and then mm-hmm. like I had to we had to work and then get fit stuff finished. And then I went home and then I okay. watched it with Aaron fully to just to and see the end. Revisiting that stuff was just kind of miserable. Terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Okay. But, um, okay. So Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds. So he's not a good actor and he's kind of a douche. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, okay. Jeff, the dude bridges is fan fucking tastic. Okay. But annoying at the same time. How was that? Like smarmy? His character no is just so annoying. He's a uh, he uh, was a deceased lawman from back in the day, so he's always talking with that terrible accent and just always talking. Okay. So I mean, he's still funny, 
but kind of annoying. Um, trying to remember who else is in it. Kevin Bacon is just Kevin Bacon, so he's a giant piece of fucking shit. Kevin Bacon's in it? Kevin Bacon is the, like, enemy. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. So, like, X-Men first class style. Sure. Bad guy. Um, All right. I'm trying to think if there's anything worth saying about it, and no, not really. The The one kind of weird gag that got me a few times, even though it's so dumb, is that when the RIPD comes back to Earth or whatever, like, they see each other normally like they saw, like they would see them if they were alive again Uh but everybody else sees them as like avatars like different people right the trailer kind of hit this note pretty hard right exactly so ryan reynolds is an old asian dude and uh jeff bridges the lawman is a hot blonde (laughs) ha ha yeah but it works out in some spots pretty good like, like, just cut to them doing the thing. At one part, like, there's, like, a ghost that they're trying to catch running around, like, downtown Boston or whatever, and, like, on the side of buildings and shit. And uh, Jeff Bridges uses, like, his gun or whatever with, like, a hook shot type of thing that gets him. So he's, like, being pulled by this ghost. And, like, when it shows what other people are seeing, they just see this, like, model just being dragged along the side of a building and stuff. Like, just little stuff like that got a little chuckle out of me. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, see, so Meowth is actually from Rhode Island, and she's saying the Rhode Island, or the RIPD acronym is just making me think of Rhode Island Police Department. Yeah. So, there you go, guys. The movie about the Rhode Island Police Department, which... I didn't know what that movie was even about when I heard the name before the trailers came out. So I like literally just, yeah, thought the, the it was poster, training day. For yeah, like the poster the is just like two dudes standing back to back with guns and you're just like, okay, what yeah. is this? I thought it was like training day for the Rhode Island Police Department. Just like some terrible fucking version of training day. <laughs> <laughs> But sadly, no. It but sadly, about... no. It's a giant piece of shit. So, okay. Yeah, not very good at all. Speaking of box office bombs from this summer, yeah. Um, I watched The Lone Ranger. Yes, you did. Gore Verbinski's movie, which, looking at it, it technically broke even, but with all the marketing, I'm sure it actually lost like $100 million or something. I hope it did. Um, yeah. It was actually okay. It was kind of okay. entertaining, okay, but only in that kind of like, do you enjoy Johnny Depp kind of way? Because you're kind of going to be spending a lot of time with him doing wacky things. I could kind of take or a... leave him now. Okay, I've seen a lot of that dude. All right. Well, if you want to see like two hours and twenty minutes more of him, but this time as a Native American, which might be offensive to you, I I don't know. Yeah. Um. He is, it's waiting there. It's it's ready to go. Um, it's, yeah, I don't, it was more coherent in terms of plot than several of the pirate sequels. Like, I just remember watching Dead Man's Chest and just at some point not understanding who was betraying who or why or what they were searching for or why there was a giant squid or what the voodoo stuff, like, it was just like, I get that there's entertaining, ridiculous stuff happening, but I don't know why, and I don't really care. 
like that was kind of just how that movie played out for me. Like I'm sure you could spell it out, but it just seemed like they were coming up with dumb shit as it went and just kind of throwing it out there. Like the third one too, man, that just, just all over the place, just chaos. This is a little more honed on like, Hey, there are key events that happen and they kind of lay them out for you. And maybe they spent a little too much time like expecting you to care about this kind of doofy Western plot, but it was kind of okay. Maybe a little dark at times. Like, I don't know who the target audience for this movie is. Like, it's not hard and gritty enough for like adults to be that, you know, super into it. Like maybe it's for adults, like 20 somethings, like is who they wanted. Maybe. I don't know. But it's like a little dark for kids. Like it's just like cannibalism. Like just like weird offhand. Like oh yeah, genocide. Anyway, and it's just like that's not. You can't really just joke about that and like move on. That's not really a punchline. Fuck that. We got a white guy playing an Indian. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a little little weird that way. But um, oh you know, there's some inventive action sequences. Decent acting all around. Like, Army Hammer's fine. He's the Lone Ranger. Giant Epp is his wacky sidekick, Tonto. Oh, my God. A lot of space. Such a what? new role for him. Wacky? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty quirky, maybe, a little bit. Like, it's kind of got some of that in there, too. Um, There's, like, a framing narrative where he's playing, like, a much older version of Tonto, kind of telling the story. And they'll kind of, like, cut over to that sometimes. Like, it's just like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. And then it'll be like, what? You said this. Oh, yeah. And then it'll kind of change. So it's kind of like that, you know, Guns of, or Call of War is a game I played. Gunslinger. Gunslinger. Yeah. Yeah. It's now that I think about it, weirdly, it's kind of like that. <laughs> so if you wanted to see that in movie form, I don't know. I'm not what sure. if I yeah. wanted to see it in movie form with some good actors in it? Yeah. No, like I'm just Tom kidding. Tom Wilkinson and <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter. Tom Wilkinson. <laughs> I like Tom Wilkinson. He's a sure. good character. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it. Yeah, I don't know who this is for. Like, it's like, do you like Gore Verbinski movies? Like, maybe it's like, do eh. you like? Rio? If eh. you liked Rio, maybe check it out. Yeah. If you like the first Pirates movie, check it out. You know, The Weatherman with Nick Cage. I did like The Weatherman. Yeah, this is not like that really. So I don't know why. Aww. This is more like pirates. <laughs> like, like a, obviously. Yeah, it's a Gore Verbinski movie, but it's, oh, not, so it's like the Weatherman. Yeah, it's kind of this weird character study. I don't. Oddly, there are some moments that are like, uh, like strangely serious. Like it's just like, oh, this is kind of just sad. Like this origin thing is kind of just not fun. And then, like, five minutes later, there's a horse on top of a tree or something. It's like, ah, weird. And Kai's kind of tries to play it off. So it's kind of inconsistent in tone. Mm. But I was entertained. Like, for the most part, I was t- totally entertained. This movie failed already, though. I'm assuming there's just not a real and not really an audience for this. So I'm not sure. I, I don't know why Disney keeps kind of swinging for the fences with these kind of, like, we need a new Pirates franchise. John Carter, and you're just like, what? What is that? No, the Lone Ranger. It's like I don't. Disney, stop it. Just don't, don't do that. Just come up with good ideas. I, I, I'm not sure what they should do. I'm not a movie executive, but you should be. 
Well, actually, no, maybe it's just like at some point, just recognize when an idea isn't that great and don't try to like make it a hit with marketing like that. That can't turn a turkey into a success. It just can't. So just kind of be like, all right, we're going to swallow a pill on this one. Let's just put it out there, you know, make a little bit of money, but it's not going to we're not going to. But instead, they just keep throwing millions and millions of dollars at it. There's like if we paint this building in L.A. with Johnny Depp's face on it, maybe we'll make. 50 million more dollars that makes sense sure like, i don't okay i you, you you have a degree in marketing i'm assuming so you must know what you're doing right so there you go t-shirts t-shirts that johnny came depp. out of nowhere all the time johnny depp is on t-shirts yeah it's true i was the tomorrow. reason it's on here yeah is we were joking yesterday okay and would you be upset if your face was printed on a shirt that we sold through the site? Uh, your happy face there. Would this be for profit somehow or what? What do you mean for profit? Like, do I get, is there a contract I need to sign or something? I don't know how this no, works. I'm just wondering if you would be pissed off. Image rights? Yeah, your image um well i don't know maybe we should talk after the show because <laughs> we were just laughing and people were like i would totally wear a shirt with nathan's face on it like so the like, weird right. smile face that's like scary <laughs> i don't know but technically i don't i didn't take that photograph so i don't know about that either it doesn't matter. It's your likeness. Okay. It doesn't um, matter. I was okay. It was just kind of I, on there to make you think about something. In More. general, I guess generally no, but that's still that's weird. But I I don't know. Well, I'll mull this over some. Like, what would you do if you're just like, all right, this is cool. I got my plane ticket, my hotel reservation. I'm gonna go to Pax East. You go yeah. there and you see like a group of three to five people wearing a shirt with your face on it. It'd be really weird. <laughs> It'd be so funny. So weird. <laughs> oh man. I'd, I'd probably be real awkward about it. Would yeah. you actually? Yeah, probably. Like, it is weird because like we joke around and get along pretty okay on here. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, would yeah. say. In person, you are a lot what more low key than you are yeah. on the internet unless i'm playing slender it kind of just doesn't come out so. right so you consistently have to be playing slender yeah 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 be high strong anyway but jeez um there's like five people already in the chat saying make a shirt i would wear it <laughs> i'd buy a krasnor g shirt <laughs> okay we'll we'll consult our business that we our, don't have our lawyers yeah all our lawyers <laughs> because this is gonna end up real bad <laughs> between both yep. of us yeah this is, this is gonna be the thing that like split <laughs> big we've, been, we've been waiting for the shoe to drop this whole time <laughs> yeah, like you're sitting on this mountain of t-shirt money and i'm just kind of like wait a minute my <laughs> face and you're just like yeah but i edited the podcast yo i'm just like oh okay <laughs> you're just like okay I don't I don't know how this should work and yeah it's like Mark Zuckerberg and 
in all but, honesty, even if we did that, we couldn't yeah. sell them for a profit. Because, like, nobody would pay for that expensive of a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <fair laughs> to, to make profit off of, like, a small order of them. It's just yeah, like, yeah. nobody's going to pay, like, $60 for a shirt. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that high, but okay. Well, I mean, it depends how, like, your run is, right? It's lower the more you go, and we're not going to order, like, a thousand of them. Oh, God. No. Yeah, exactly. So, like, right. I don't know. <laughs> there are t-shirt sites that enable such things, but... Yes. Okay. But then they take the cut, so you kind of give them the right to sell it. Oh. I think that's how it works anyway. Okay. It doesn't matter. Either way, your face on a shirt would be the funniest thing, and I would wear it every time we hung out, which is never anyway, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Well, there was like an attempt this week, but it just didn't pan out, because, I don't know, I was at the mall. That was last week, but still. Yeah. (laughs) That was two weeks, wasn't it, even? It was right after I finished Beyond Two Souls, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Two weeks ago, almost, but... Yeah, there's just, I don't know, I'm looking at a, like, gauntlet of shifts, too, like, it's just not, there's no time anymore. It's kind of sad. November? Yeah! Woo! Slow down, I don't know. I don't know. You know what's important? With all this talking about t-shirts and money-making empires and broken friendships and dreams? Yeah? Mega 64 Blu-ray is coming out. It's a thing. What? what? Okay. Do you not know? I guess I don't know. I ha- they I announced a box DVD? set, dude, of everything in a Blu-ray, all HD, like all, all of it, like all yeah. the time yeah. videos. Yes. All the um, gamer wars. All three versions. The like, what about the PAX exclusive? Like skit prob- probably. Like the men- like that menu they did on the PAX 2010 DVD where it's just like 10 minutes of their office and it's like them talking <laughs> in HD. Can I get that on there? That would be pretty great. Anyway, okay. Um. All right. So HD, Mega 64 coming out. Yeah. Is it just, yeah, all the seasons and everything? It's just all the stuff? Yes. Huh. Three versions, they say. I mean, I already own a bunch of it on DVDs. I mean, I already own the three versions, so... Yeah. How much is this new business, though? No price yet, but if it helps them out and it's, like, not over $80, I'll probably buy it. Okay. I think $80 would be the okay price point, right? For Blu-ray, for three, basically, Blu-rays? It's three Blu-rays? That's what they're saying? I don't know. If it is, or if it's all on one, because like, they do short of, videos, so a lot of gigs on a Blu-ray, so yeah, that's possible. But. Yeah, so I'm not sure, but like, if it's over eighty bucks, that's gonna be a hard sell for me. <laughs> Does it have all of the videos on their personal channels as well? That would be amazing, but no. This YouTube archive, hundreds of hours. <laughs> they just archived all of YouTube. Yeah, it's just all of their YouTube presence is just on a couple Blu-rays. That would actually be amazing. That would yep. be so good. You just click play on Eric Badur and then just watch his channel. I watch um, Garrett's a lot. 
ex G Hunter or whatever. I love Garrett. That guy's yeah. great. Garrett's pretty great. And sure. we talked before on this podcast, I think, about his uh, store casts. Those are great. When a store, he goes into a store and just like is skyping from his phone, like recording video from his phone or something, and skyping in yeah. with people. That sweet data you can get in the states. Is so I know. Cool. We could we could do so many things. There's like legislation going on that is trying to kind of take it to task for like these Wi-Fi people, like the internet providers here, trying to kind of be like, stop being dicks, stop it. Well, we're finally getting the a la carte model. Yeah. That, so that's, that's good. Proposed thing, so. CRTC, yeah. man. Good job. Thumbs up. I approve of what you're... You totally put the thumbs up before you said that, right? I'm actually holding my thumb up, yeah. Oh, right now? Yeah, it's still up. It's a good that's thumb. That's how strongly I feel. That thumb doesn't come up often, but when it does, oh, man. Yeah. They earned it. They did. Telltale, not so much. It's kind of it's starting to drift a little south. I'm going to say Telltale's never really earned a full thumbs up. Maybe like a middling, like, eh, sort of thing where I'm shaking my hand back and forth. Mm. That's probably them. Eh. That's a harsh indictment, but okay. Not really. I like Puzzle Agent. There's you like a, what? Puzzle Agent. Oh, yeah. That first one probably earned more of a, yeah, that was good. So. It was more like an okay. Yeah, that was that was okay. That was good. Sure, sure. Like Fargo or something. I like that movie. Fargo. Yeah, Fargo. Fargo was really good. You know they're remaking it for TV with Billy That's Bob Thornton. That's so good. That's amazing. <laughs> it's really weird, but I'm kind of interested. Um. Oh. Yeah. So there you go. T-shirts. Make sixty four. Lone Ranger. Hey, what else is going on? Lou Reed died. Yeah. Who is that? Lou Reed was uh, the frontman for the Velvet Underground. Okay. What What is that? What are they known for? Um. Is that like Velvet music? Revolver? No. It's nothing like Velvet Revolver. <laughs> Not to be it. Sorry. That's just another thing with Velvet in it that involves rock and roll, right? So I figured. Yeah. No, like- he was a. Uh, Musician, songwriter, one of those guys. I mean, it's not I've overly sad talking about it, but I just don't know. Like, what is what is this? Like, oh man, like Robert Plant died. Like that kind of thing for people. To some people, people yeah. Like one of the Beatles, you know? No, like this- no, nothing, nothing like that. Okay, nothing like where the world stops and everybody mourns, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, hipsters, they mourn probably for Lou Reed. Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay, so you know that commercial for the PlayStation Four, where they're just like sing. There's two dudes and they're in like different battle situations and they're singing that like, "It's such a perfect day. Glad that I spend it with you." That, that's his okay. song. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. He's just a musician. Velvet Underground has a pretty big following, especially because, uh, if I remember correctly, the first album was released by him and uh, Andy Warhol. Was that the first album? Maybe? I can't remember. It's a totally, like, music hipster sort of group or musician 
him in general as a musician. But he died. Uh, he was 71 years old. And I think he died from, like, liver failure or something because rock stars don't have healthy lives. Something like that. Uh, it says the cause was not reported, but Reed underwent a liver transplant in May. So okay. it might pertain to that. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know. I saw this definitely pop up a bunch, like on Reddit and IMDb and stuff. And I was just like, okay, I don't know about this. So th- that's okay. And I just kind of left because that's all I, that's all I don't, I don't have a frame of reference. I don't know. Sure. But there you go. Music yeah. man. He's oh, dead. and one of his songs was covered by U2, so there you go. There you go. The real music men. Mm-hmm. I guess. Bono. Yeah, the Edge. Everyone loves those guys. It's not true. No, it's not true at all. Did, no. Was it with you that I was... Was I talking to you about what the Edge did that was really fucking stupid? <laughs> no. I don't <laughs> okay. think so. What did the Edge so, get up to? <laughs> where he uh, copyrighted his sound. What's his sound? His guitar sound, like the distortion he uses, is like copywritten. Like the frequency of it? Or something? <laughs> I don't like, know. It's just so like, what dumb. does that mean? It's just like, no, you can't play guitar like this. It's like, well, what? What? Like how? Like, it, it, I guess no one can buy that pedal anymore or something. What does that it, do? I don't know. But anyways, that dude's an idiot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> can't we can't make that sound? Because this guy won't let us. <laughs> like, if you're just... Well, I mean, I'm assuming in, like, in songs or whatever, like, music. It's just, like, you know, you're in the middle of a field with, like, an amp or whatever, and you're just like, all right, let's try this out. And then, no, you can't. You're not allowed to. You get a text on your phone, and it's just like, stop it. We know. It's like, oh, it's from the edge. Stop. Shh. Let it happen. We know. We know. Don't yeah. Do that. Yeah. You're just like, turn the knob a little more. Oh, okay. That's acceptable. Weird. Yeah, exactly. So the Edge is a fan of copyright law. That's super uncool, man. Super uncool. Yeah. It's not. It's not Vogue right now. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of copyright stuff. Yeah, you just just roll. Just keep going. Who who owns the rights to Amalur now that Thirty Eight Studios doesn't exist? Dude, I honestly don't know who. Do you like know? Kurt Sch- no, I don't know. I'm asking. Like, does Kurt Schilling just still have that, or does Rhode Island own that? I honestly have no idea. Weirdly, isn't that where like all this happened? Like the 38 Studio stuff. It's like the the Rhode Island PD were actually called in. Yeah, the Rhode Island <laughs> Police Department <laughs> to supervise the auction of 38 Studios assets when all that went wrong. Sure. Wrong. There- the rest in peace department. Jeff Bridges was there and everything. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I finally played that game that came out, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Yeah. Thanks to PlayStation Plus. And I guess more importantly, thanks to the fact that my PlayStation has a hard drive in it now that can actually do some stuff. It's got 500 gigs in there. So it's awesome. You can just download everything. Everything, Paul. All of it. You can just be like, yeah, put Hitman on it. I don't know. <laughs> Put a hitman um, on it. Yeah, no, it's great. But anyway, I've been playing, uh, yeah, some of this uh, Reckoning game, yeah. which I guess for those that don't know, it's like some of the dudes who worked on Oblivion ended up on this team of people at Big Huge Games and uh, made a fantasy RPG that's kind of 
going in that epic scale direction and whatever. Um, have you checked this out at all? Or uh, yeah, when it came out, I downloaded the demo. I loved it, but I wasn't gonna buy it. Okay. Um. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've been kind of flirting with the idea of playing this game for a bit. Like, it's a single player MMO. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, in a way, some of the the quests they throw at you are kind of distasteful. In the not distasteful in like a moral sense. I mean, just like they take like they're kind of like ugh in terms of how MMO e they are. Like it's just like, hey man, go get me fifteen uh spider glands. Go do that. Spider glands. Yeah, I gotta go kill some big spiders and then bring back the glands, and yeah. then a person can make a potion or something. Like, very fantasy RPG type stuff. Like, yo, go kill some giant rats. Like, stuff like that. Real sure. conventional stuff. Um, what makes it kind of cool though is the combat's actually kind of fun. It's actually kind of good. Like, really well considered yeah. control scheme. So, yeah, I mean. I I never grew up with that kind of Diablo clicky type stuff. So games like Torchlight and all that, I didn't really like in their kind of computer iterations, right? But then when I played mm-hmm. Torchlight at your house, I was like, this is great. This is yeah. really cool. Yeah. And I played that for like three hours. Like, this is kind of doing some of that for me, where it's like, okay, a game that is really thought through for a gamepad that has all that loot collecting and just kind of going adventuring kind of stuff. And it's like kind of visually reminding me of Fable, and I haven't played a Fable game in like five years. Like really? I mean, I, I dabbled in three, but then just stopped playing it because that game was not doing it for me. That game uh-huh. sucks. Yeah, that seems to be kind of the consensus by now. That game that game sucks. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> you I don't can't... Know. What... What has happened to you? You used to be able to say stuff like that. You well, can't I, do it anymore. The thing I've heard is like the ending is the part that really sucks, and I never saw that. No, so, I mean like you're very reluctant recently to just be like, "Oh, this sucks," sort of thing. This, this thing's garbage. Like, well, I think it's just in that game. I literally just don't know. Like, I oh, I know okay. the menu was garbage and the map was terrible, but as it went like there could be some neat stuff in there i just never saw it like the there's a quest i've i've told is called like the game or something that's actually supposed to be kind of cool but i just never played it so i don't know but yeah it didn't it wasn't pulling me in this this is definitely pulling me in a lot more so than that is although i will say like like i was saying with some of the quests being very conventional in a lot of ways like just go collect this stuff and bring it back here like that blunt about it the way they kind of like introduce you to a lot of these quests was a little bit blunt like i was like at some point i was just like oh my god like everybody i talked to was just like hey man go collect this stuff for me do you want to do this and it's like yes or no and you kind of have to say yes because otherwise you're not going to be playing the game like if i just walked up to everyone just like no i don't want to do that you're boring and just walked away i'd have like an empty quest log but also not be earning any experience like i just have nothing to do so it's kind of this weird thing where it's just like, well, all right, I'll do this really like boring sounding, tedious mission and whatnot. But I mean, the combat again is kind of really well considered. Like the way everything maps to your gamepad, like your second, your primary weapon square, your secondary weapons triangle. You can kind of vary up stuff with like the triggers, do like parries and stuff like that. I didn't even know that was in there. Like they didn't tell me that that was a thing, but you could kind of block at a specific time and kind of throw a parry in there. Um, 
different classes of weapons and all this stuff that behave very, very differently. Um, they're pretty lenient about where you put your skill points. Like, I've been, like, spreading my skill points around. Like, I've just been yeah. dabbling in stuff. And at some point, it just unlocked a new class that was, like, you like to dabble in stuff, essentially. And I was like, oh, cool. All right. Yeah. So, I... Like I jack-of-all-trades class or whatever? Something something along those lines. I yeah. think they might be Wayfarer or something. I'm not sure. But they at least, like, didn't try to like put me in one spot or whatever and you know like i liked skyrim a lot um but the only combat i found satisfying was archery like i was just like this is just better like i'm just gonna shoot guys with arrows because it's kind of awesome and like stealth or whatever and then whenever resorted to well i i kind of liked some of the magic stuff because it was almost like a shooter like you're just like flamethrowing dudes essentially (laughs) but the uh flamethrowing is that yeah that dude flamethrower ring i think flame is the proper way. guys <laughs> yeah. and all these guys yeah um but the sword combat i just kind of wasn't feeling that much this is much more kind of you know it's a it's a third person game but it's kind of more of a not like japanese action games but a little a little bit like more kind of rolling out of the way maybe kind of like gears of war, god of war rather or um Darksiders, a little bit. Like, what about too human. You know what? Yes. At some point, I was like, "Oh, this is like too human, but good." Like, was kind yeah. of some of the vibe. I wasn't out. saying that in jest. Too human's control scheme was okay. Yeah, it was more just like all sorts of you know parts of the lore and the cutscenes, and I don't know. Like, I didn't get into that game. Whereas, like, there was definitely moments where it's like, this is. Like, the little brief glimpse of Two Human, like, this is kind of reminding me of that, but I'm actually having a pretty good time. So I put about, I don't know, seven hours in it so far. Um, the main storyline actually seems kind of kind of cool. Like, it's, it's basically about how you... Like, you know, all of these games seem to be about you're the chosen one. Like, you're weird. You're, you have special powers that no one has seen in generations or whatever. It's kind of doing that, but at the same time, everyone's just kind of baffled by it. Like, it's just like, you don't, you, you're breaking time. You make no sense. <laughs> what you're doing is ruining timelines, and that shouldn't happen. Yeah. So I don't know what to make of it. And it's, it's kind of, I don't know, the characters, the way they're written seems to be pretty consistent with that, and it's kind of cool to see. And plus, because it's an EA game, they just have all sorts of weird hooks in there. So I have, like, Mass Effect armor on. Yeah. Like, it's just like, hey, you played this according to your EA profile, so here you go, Shepard's Greaves or something. I'm just like, oh, okay. And so, like, my lady just looks kind of like my Shepard did, and it's it's weird. It's like, this is not from the same people, but it's kind of reminding me of that stuff, too, now, by proxy. So, I don't know. It's kind of... I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised with aspects of it. Like... A lot of combat, like all the missions seem to involve combat, but again, because it's actually kind of mechanically interesting to do, it's it's okay. So, yeah, I'm kind of getting my Torchlight on via this game, because I was kind of disappointed, honestly, with Torchlight. Like, they don't have the XBLA controls in the PC versions. They just are like, no, th- these are separate things. Why would you want to do that? And I'm just like, I kind of thought the control scheme they came up for that was better, so... Sorry, you know, like in any of those forums where it's like, does this have controller support? And then there's PC people just raging at you. Like, I'd be one of those guys. Yeah. Which is like, 
I want to use a gamepad. Can I use a gamepad? No. And yeah, you can in this game, obviously. So I'm kind of kind of happy with it. So yeah, PlayStation Plus continues to be great. Um, I also played Hotline Miami on a controller. How was that? It's kind of kind of weird to wrap. Like you know, like I got pretty deft with some of the stuff in Hotline Miami on PC. Well, I'm gonna say I tried it with a controller on PC, and it was the worst experience I've ever had. The worst experience? It was terrible. Wow. That oh, game man. needs to be played with a mouse. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, at some point, I kind of just got used to how it went, and I was doing okay. Like, I'm, I'm about halfway through the... Well, a little past half, probably. But, yeah, I'm definitely not getting the scores I was getting on PC. Like, I'm barely making it through some of this stuff. And, and kind of just playing it a little differently than I did. Like, I had to just adjust my playstyle. Like, it's like, finesse is not possible. I'm just going to, like, shoot and hope it works out. So it's just kind of more chaos than was in the PC one, maybe a little bit. Like, I, I can't plan out a course of action as smoothly. It's more just kind of, like, run in and mess up dudes as best I can. Um, yeah, I, I'd say it's ideal with mouse. Like, it, it just works better. Especially the aiming stuff. Like, you can just right-click and then you get to see more and then switch back. This still has kind of zoom like you know zoom out a little bit and kind of see more stuff but with all the kind of lock on targeting and whatever that you're doing like you can opt to lock on if you want it's it kind of changes the game in a weird weird way so i don't know it's kind of weird i was thinking about it like Hotline miami in relation to some of the things we were saying about wolf among us yeah like, stylistically like it's like some of the same like pink neon like that kind of synthy business was in there, but like again, it, it kind of just did it for me in one and not the other because like I mean they're so different, right? Like the Hall of Miami is that mechanics thing, and that stuff is just flavor, whereas the the flavor is kind of the star of you know in some ways in Telltale stuff. Like it's takes a center seat a little more, and I, I don't know. But wait. I'm trying to think back to like you, like we're. I mean, let's just go back to the first topic we kind of opened with. Um, you said you generally liked Wolf Among Us, right? Yeah, for the most part. Like, but then you were kind of still digging into some Telltale trash talking a bit. Sure. Um, what is it about? Like, are you you're still down though? You're gonna play more episodes? Like, what did you uh, like? I don't feel like I like. Not to spoil the ending of the first episode. Okay. I don't feel like I want to anymore just because I don't know, like they did something with one of the characters I was actually enjoying. Mm-hmm. And now I don't know if I care enough about some of the other ones. Like it's like they kind of burnt the one bridge you care about. And then it's just like, oh, okay. Well, kind of. Well, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Hmm. I I mean I think I'm still, you know, maybe just a kind of beholden to like staying up to date on the topics of gaming right now. Like I'll probably keep playing it in some sort of like obligated way, you know. And maybe I'll be in a better mood come the next episode or something, and I'll actually get something out of it. But yeah, it's it's definitely not like. I I will say I was compelled by Walking Dead in a way. Like, I wanted to see 
the next one while those were coming out, right? I just kind of ended up a little miffed by where they finished, you know, and like sure. some of the mechanical stuff that was unearthed over the course of playing them over and over. Like, yeah, this time I'm not like waiting with fevered anticipation or whatever about the next one. Like, it's just kind of. I think I got a season pass for that, so it'll just be kind of like, oh, hey, here's the next episode. Okay. Like, it updated. I'll might as well check this out. Like, I could see that happening, but anyway. Sorry to end on kind of a uh, thing again. Do, do you even want to? Let's, let's make it a little bit more happy. Okay. This week, I have purchased two 20 packs of cigarettes. So 20 okay. packs are five less than usual. Usually, two would last me a day and a half. Okay. So I've been slowing down on the smoking. I'm at the point now where I'm kind of doing it just to quell the craving and habit a little bit. Mm-hmm. But other than that, as I'm doing it, I feel sick. So I don't even finish full cigarettes anymore. I have about two puffs and then put it out. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I might not die right away anyway. Or ever. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm at the point now where as long as I give up smoking and maybe drink a bit, I'm probably impervious to all sickness. Mm-hmm. Which is I good. I think that's how it works, right? I think so. So yeah. I'm almost immortal, which is good because I'm going to do some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so that's happening. It's still on schedule just as kind of a update to that. And I've been playing uh, Hearthstone Heroes of Warcraft card game. Not really a whole lot to say about it. It's good. It's uh, in closed beta right now. It'll go into open beta. And then it will be available to buy on PC and probably tablets and phones and shit. But it's really good. I like it. And I don't like the like trading card game arena battling sort of games very much. So for me to say that, it actually kind of means something. Okay. So pretty happy about that. But yeah, that's I don't have a whole lot I can really say about it because it's a card game. <laughs> so like play who the have you cards. Been playing with, I guess. Like uh... I've been um pr- just doing the practice mode against AI because I need to unlock cards. Like every uh there's nine different classes. Like you have your warrior, your rogue, your warlocks. They're all different classes and I'm building the decks right now by practicing against the AI. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I need to unlock them good cards, and then I'll make my custom decks when I know what the cards do and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's been fun. It's been a good time. You don't like those type of games, I'm guessing. Um, I don't know. Like, I for a brief while, like a bunch of my friends were into magic, and I started down that path, and then immediately was just like, oh, this is too much, and just stopped. So. Like, I have some magic cards around, but I never really got too into it. So, kind of by choice, I avoided such things yeah. for fear of spending too much money on them and not getting much reward, really. But yeah, this is just a one-time purchase thing? Like, just, hey, you got the game. Oh, or, I haven't purchased anything. Okay. but It's only in, beta, right? Right, right. But I mean, like, it's a video game, right? Yeah, it's a video game. 
So it's like those magic downloadable games on Xbox? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly okay. what it's like. Yep. Okay. Um, Super easy to get into, though, which is good, because magic I never found easy to understand what's going on. You gotta tap that mana, and then you can do spells. Oh, damn, son! I'm gonna yeah. tap that! Tap yep. that mana! There were shirts that joked about that wordplay at PAX. <laughs> oh, yep. fantastic. Yeah. Um, I forgot to mention a Hey Child of Eden. I played yeah. some of that. Um, For the first time ever? Or No, no, no. That was my game of the year in 2011. Um, yeah. Which, mainly just because it's Res 2, which I liked Res so much. Playing it again some years later, I really wish you had an on-screen avatar. Like, yeah. just some sort of character. Like, you are just a cursor in that game, which kind of mutes some of the personality of it, which kind of bums me out. But um, I tried playing it with Connect. That shit's broken. Connect? Yeah. Yeah, Connect's a giant piece of shit. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I hadn't really tried to play a game I like with kind of mechanics I understand. Like, I just kind of assumed the games that have been made for it are just kind of finicky or something. But oh, that like, reminds no, that, me. That piece of hardware is fundamentally kind of wonky. That reminds so, me. Yeah, yeah. Are we going to still do a Connect stream? <laughs> we can. Hopefully you have more floor space. I do. Uh, I do now. I might have been like minimum distance from it, and it was just having all sorts of problems. Like it's just like, oh, suddenly you're looking down and to the right for some reason. You're just like, no, that's not. That's not where I was. Okay, my left arm is out now, and I'm shooting the wrong type of thing. It was just chaos. It was just all weird. So then I switched the controller and played the first couple levels, and that whale turned into a phoenix. And yeah, I love it when that happens. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, yeah, that game. I'm kind of curious about the Move version, like the PlayStation one. Maybe that would be a better control scheme for it. Cause if you'd we had a way to rent it, we could figure out. It's not very expensive. I'm thinking of just buying it. Cause, <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a big Res fan, so... The follow-up to that game, like buying it twice, is not something I'd scoff at. So, sure, yeah. I mean, I own Res in two different forms. And too, then we so. could play it with your gun for the move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way it was meant to be played. Yeah, <laughs> just pop it in the kill zone gun and aim at the weird corrupted beams and make the techno music play. And in all honesty, inter- we should do this. We'll just have like a stupid motion-controlled game night. Okay. When can we do this? Let's talk off air about this. Okay. Because my schedule, but oh, sorry. Go ahead. All right. Let me just see here. Uh... Oh, dude. Yeah. Wait. When are your work days again? Wednesday to Saturday every week. Wednesday to Saturday. Oh, dude. Okay. Tuesday the fifth. Okay. Continue. We could make it we could make it remember remember the 5th of November themed. Oh my god. Maybe. V for Vendetta night. I work Shall the day v. after that though. It's just I have work like every day before that. <laughs> like Do you all, really? Yeah. Like I mean there's work tonight as we've mentioned but then, you know, w- sleep or whatever is going to happen tomorrow and then I have 6 days in a row. 
Yeah. Okay, and then you're off the 5th. Remember, remember, 5th of November, you're off. Yeah. So yeah. you will always remember it. Uh-huh. What? And then, well, like, I mean, I'm also off Wednesday and stuff, but that doesn't help, right? So. Gotcha. Yep. Can you so. hear those idiot dogs upstairs? Yes, a little bit. I'm not sure what they're barking at, but they're barking up the wrong tree, if you know what I mean. Oh, I do. You're going to have some dogs for supper. Yep. Make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Want to move uh, on messages or? Yeah, let's go on to voicemail messages. So, first. Do, 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 message time. Yeah, there you go. Should oh. I even say who they're from? Like, does it really matter? You, Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah, might as well, right? I mean, most of the time they're like, hey, it's me. Or, like, whatever. Oh, in the actual ju- message? Yeah. Oh, like they- okay. If, if that's the case, just hit play, I guess. All right. Well, Meowth. Here we go. Question for Nathan. Uh, since I know you probably don't like anything that's not Grand Theft Auto 5, but this isn't about Pokemon. I mean, the question implied is, have you played Pokemon yet? But... You'll probably say no, I haven't. But have you played the new Phoenix Wright game? Because that's like complete opposite Pokemon. Has like actual murder and stuff. Lots of dead people. Shut up up there. Lots of dead people. Well, it's just like that's implying that that's what I'm all about. I mean, <laughs> if you like that, if you like that Grand Theft Auto, clearly you're way into the murder. And well, I mean, I think people things... just know that you're into porn and murder. Yeah, and some of the stuff I've said this episode too doesn't dissuade that. It's like I like that Hotline Miami; it's real good. <laughs> but then, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I love to kill people in this game. Yeah, I like, like to... really. That's that's my issue with Wolf Among Us. Like, I'm not doing the murdering. I'm not doing enough murder. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't want to solve no murders. I want to get murdering what's this game all about it's, it's weird i'm a wolf but i can't eat people what anyway oh, what yeah um no I, I i don't know i phoenix Wright. i i've been generally interested in that series like i've played a couple entries but they're they're very similar in a way like i mean it's different mysteries every time obviously but the gameplay is very text like you know interactive adventure novel thing you're basically just reading a story and kind of clicking through a story so i haven't been that keen on doing something like that in a little bit and honestly like i'm kind of intrigued by 999 on that front more so right now have you heard about you know those the 999 yeah 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 like just i've heard interesting things about that for a while so if i'm gonna kind of delve into one of those again it might be that but like in general, and I could eventually end up playing a Phoenix Wright game. I just haven't done that. Um, sure. And yeah, I haven't. I haven't still gone down the Pokemon path because I get okay. I mean, I've heard like Sean spent a hundred hours playing Gold. Like, is that kind of bare minimum, or is he crazy? Like bare minimum? How- no, bare like, minimums maybe like I don't know eight. 
Eight hours? Really? Something small. It's not long to beat a Pokemon game. The long oh, part yeah. is going around, catching everything, and leveling everything up and all that. To actually oh, just play through it, it doesn't take long at all. Okay. Well, if yeah. that's... I could, I might jump into some hard gold at some point then, but... Uh... Like, same with XY? Like, have you finished one of those, or? What's that? Like, the new ones, XY? Did you finish one? No, I stopped playing, because other games came out, and Pokemon is the game I play when there's not other stuff out, so. Oh, it's kind of just the default? You go back to that? Yeah, Pokemon is not a game that I will sit down and play for hours. It's not that at all for me. Um, So, yeah, I guess, sorry to report, I have not play any pokemon or the new phoenix right yet i have a bunch of old phoenix right games sitting around that i haven't like i mean i almost finished miles edgeworth i have trials and tribulations like there's phoenix right to be had around here i just i just haven't polished those off so yeah Latent. i kind of like went through a bit of a tear on some latent stuff and one of the phoenix rights a, a while ago but i just didn't it, then i was like all right that itch has been scratched i'm good for a while so so I, itchy yeah, it was. It was pretty itchy for a while, but now I'm good, so... Yeah. Next question? Last question for Paul and Nathan. If you were in a horror movie, and you had the choice between escaping the untimely death that you'll get from a scary monster or psychopathic killer or something... Would you either save the people you came with on that trip to wherever you went to that's scary, or would you just up and leave them all? I would just leave them all because I want to survive, and there's enough people in the world to not really care about who dies and who doesn't die. But that's just my opinion. If I were ever in a horror movie, you're all screwed. There's enough people. Okay, so the way I heard the question, and I know this is wrong, is that if you knew you were going to survive anyways, would you still just, like, run away or save people? Yeah. Like, I don't know. If if I was going to survive anyways, I would save people. Because why not? Right. It's it's not my decision who lives or dies, because there's no such thing as a god, less likely me. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Like, you're not in charge of, like, fates on any grand way sure yeah it's more like would you be a dick in this situation or not if if i if that's the scenario but if it's like you have to save people but you're dying yeah fuck that you're all on your own you knew what we were getting into yeah we went to this cabin so we went to the cabin in the woods Mm -hmm. so you're fucked or we went to this. Like, I mean, if it, the more weird the place, the more you know danger you're accepting. It's like, well, we should have realized this when we went to the abandoned amusement park. So, yeah, you're on. We your should own. have realized this when we went to the axe factory. That's right beside the mental psych, <laughs> the mental yeah. hospital. <laughs> yeah, the town axe factory, <laughs> or like the creepy doll place, like whatever. Yeah, there's all sorts of. I don't know if there's any actual like local freaky places i mean for a while there was an abandoned hospital right but then it was destroyed so in edmonton no like the general oh yeah there's one in edmonton though oh really an old old psych hospital mental hospital that's so good what a great local thing to have 
it is yep. a great logo thing, but they they had to actually hire like a security guard to walk around and stuff because kids were breaking in. Yeah, of course they would. But Why dude, would... if you're a security guard, I am not being positioned with overnight shifts at the fucking abandoned hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if I just have to walk around and check the fence. There is creepy shit in an abandoned hospital. Yeah. Oh, that, oh that man. Has an amazing job. What a cool guy. Oh, anyway, man. I bet he goes home every night and just like fucks the shit out of his pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I thought he would just be like, oh, no, you get pretty numb to it after week two. And then it's just like the most boring job in the world for him. But no, no. Like, I, I just get to listen to, you know, podcasts. It's cool. He comes home and he has one of those anime pillows. Yeah. And he just fucking goes to town. Just every night oh sort of thing because that's the only thing that makes him feel alive anymore (laughs) all right i don't i don't see the like one leads to the other like connection there that clearly but fair enough i guess um next question all right i was gonna (laughs) say we have abandoned coal towns and stuff like south of here but nothing local stands out as like a spooky place oh would i run away or whatever i guess yeah it's it's kind of dependent on do you know if you're in danger or not like if if i am i don't know i guess i might in some situations run away if it's like dire enough and it's clear i'm in trouble but i guess it's also who i traveled with like there's a bunch of factors so yeah generally speaking though if if it's i'd probably go back and because i'd feel bad you know that like can you live with yourself thing plus okay take like let's just cast a little shade darker like let's just go a little little darker into nathan's psyche here for a second sure um has part of you ever kind of hoped something weird goes on so you can just defend the shit out of yourself oh no dude dude you don't even have to finish that thought i was just like yeah i just i feel it's weird um, to say out loud yeah there's been a lot of times I've kind of wished just something catastrophic in my world would happen. Yeah. So that you're allowed to respond in kind. Yeah. You kind of can't. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't know what it was. I think it's just being raised on like weird religious paranoia, but there was like stories we would be told in like chapel about a church in like Africa or something, which got stormed by militants or something. You know, it's like, Oh man, they were like, you know, trashing missions and stuff like this like these terrorists or whatever i'm just like man all right so let's say that happens here so the terrorists come in the back door right so then i hit the floor and i grab a thing like it was just like i had this like weird little like hotline miami style scenario of like how i would take down all these terrorists okay our church if it and ever happened have you like, ever hymnal and then i'm gonna throw it and then i'm gonna slide like just dumb retarded stuff but it was just like if it goes off, I want to, you know, get my, you know, defensive murder on. And, okay, I'll you give know? you another scenario here. Do that, but if it ever happened, I'm ready. In my let brain. Me, let me give you another scenario here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, have you ever thought that, like, you wish something bad would happen so that you could sacrifice yourself to save someone else? Because I totally have had that. It's, like some weird like heroic like fantasy or something like a power fantasy where it's just like, like, like 
Body I'm gonna jump, style. like I'm like, gonna jump in front of something and just like <laughs> save this person, and I'm gonna get yeah. fucked. I'm like, so just fucking jump in dead. Front and catch the bullet, but you're the greatest hero. Like I don't again. No, I don't not even a bullet. Just like there's like a puppy crossing the street or whatever. There's like a puppy running away from this little girl or something, and like yeah. this bus is coming or a train or something, and I just like jump in, grab the puppy, throw it back to the little girl, and just fucking splatter everywhere. <laughs> Like, is that a weird fantasy? That's, a like, really self-destructive in a way. But sure. the kind of, like, assassination scenario I've definitely thought about with, like, the jump in front. Like, yeah, see, that one's easy because it's like, yeah, and then with my dying breath, I could say something so, like, profound. Profound <laughs> or, like, ridiculous. Yeah, just like, don't waste this and then die. And then that <laughs> That's guy. That's so creepy. Don't waste it. No, well, no, that's wait. What, that's don't like waste this. Shit. That's what he does. Don't waste this is like your go-to for profound. <laughs> that's the easy one. That's the same Private Ryan thing where like, you know, old man Ryan is just like, oh no, Tom Hanks, I'm so sad. Did I lead a good life? You know, Nathan, the corny part of that movie. What? What? I would take a bullet for you. <laughs> really? No homo. Oh. Thanks. I don't want to get shot ever, but okay. I guess actually, I've thought about the scenario. It's like at some point you have to question why is anyone shooting at us, and that just kind of makes it all fall apart. Because like, if someone's shooting at you, why are they doing that? No, no. See, we're you and I are hanging out because we just had a long podcast. Yeah. And then we go down to the Seven Eleven, mm-hmm. and there's a robbery happening. And you just want to get out, so you start running towards the door, and then they mm-hmm. pull the gun on you. I'm in front of that fucking bullet for you. Aww. I'm stepping in the way, and I'm going to have the last sip of Slurpee I will ever have. But it will be the best sip. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just stand in front and then go for your Slurpee? No, not even. I still have the Slurpee in my hand, and like... Mm-hmm. I don't hurt. Like, like the Godfather, like you're just getting riddled with bullets, but you're still trying to get to the straw. Like, no. no, no, like I'm si- I'm sucking on the Slurpee already, and I don't even heroically jump in front of the bullet. <laughs> I just step to the <laughs> side while I'm still sucking my Slurpee, give a deadpan look at the guy, and then just like shake my head, and then that's when the bullet hits me. <laughs> <laughs> like this weird casual heroism. Like, oh, whatever. I'll shuffle over <laughs> do your worst or something. That's just alright. Casual heroism. Well, I mean, as we described with your like immortal thing post smoking and drugs and or like drugs. Drinking. <laughs> just like drugs. Jesus drugs. The darkest, yeah. After you kick the heroin habit, like you become immortal and then you could take all the bullets, right? Yeah. Just like Highlander or something. So casual hero thing is now the name of this episode. <laughs> casual, yeah, no, I I like the image in the mind of just like kind of just half step to the left and then <laughs> take a drink. like it's just I don't know. It's I guess not stop laughing badass. about it. Like it's it, it can't be described as badass. It's just kind of I don't know. But at the same time, it kind of is, because it's just like, I don't even care. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Saving like, a life is just what I do. 
like Dirty Harry eating his sandwich while he walks out to stop a robbery, like that kind of thing, but even less effort. <laughs> like, it's, I don't know. Like, it's literally oh. just stepping over to the left, like shuffling. And then I look really weird in this scenario. It's this panicky wuss. Just like, Whoa! And then run out of the store. You look even yeah. worse by proxy. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah. That's like totally the Travis Bickle type thing with the robbery going on. Have you ever thought that if one of us dies, this podcast dies with it? With us? Not. It's kind of well, weird, right? I mean, with like post Ryan Davis musings about podcasting, like maybe a little bit of that kind of what's the what would happen with this podcast if like, yeah, because you thought about that at all. Would the archive stay up or just go away once the. Oh, no, they would definitely stay up. And then when um like the payment came around and nobody made it, it would all come crashing down. Exactly. Like that's kind of. Sad part. Mario 64 Mario has our whole collection. Okay. He's the one that gave me a whole bunch of old episodes. Okay. Well, th- that's good to hear, I guess, that there's at least, like, spread amongst the community. Maybe there's a way these can, like... I mean, for a long time, I was, like, worried the hotspot stuff would just evaporate. Like, GameSpot would just be like, yeah, stop doing that. And then they just not keep all those old episodes. So like there, I, I think a bunch of them are on my old 120 gig iPod. Like I'm just like I don't want to lose these, man, because you know they probably don't matter to somebody, but they matter to me. They matter to me. Let's GameSpot. I like those too. Anyway, yeah. yeah, weird, like just weird stuff that you get attached to. That yeah, once the internet built, like man. I guess just, you know, briefly elaborating, like, Ryan Davis had a bunch of, like, joke web domains that he owned. They're all gone. And, yeah, the day I realized those weren't up anymore was, like, extra, like, just returned. Like, just, well, like, it was, like, the day he died. I They were still up for a while. No, but, like, that is the day he died, is when, like, even the little when stupid things like that, that were gone. Yeah, like, it's just, like, oh, no, now it's, like, extra real. Like, it's just, yeah, kind of messed up. So, hmm. Also, there's a little bit of talk in the chat. If Nathan or I died, this podcast is over. There is no replacing. Fuck you all. You can't replace Nathan. It's my buddy. Didn't they, have, aren't they saying that? We have a rapport okay. together. This would continue. What are, the, what are they? What's the what? No, they're just saying. Recast him. Huh? Just recast him. Recast him. Oh, uh, we got an open call for uh, Nathan on the Pixel response uh, lines over there. There's one guy. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, in my mind, it's like, there's a line, and it's like, no, there's not. That's narcissistic. <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. I'm getting a little depressed thinking about it. Just because, yeah, like, this is, like, the routine now, right? This yeah. is a weekly thing where it's like I get to talk to my friend for a couple hours every week and just joke and feel better, and now he's gone. That's yeah. the worst. Oh I'll man, not like to do that. I'm feeling so bad for Jeff right now, <laughs> with Ryan I mean, dying and like the drive-in every day. Yeah. Oh fuck. I mean, they they did have like a four-man show, so they can keep rolling. Sure. For yeah, but I mean, with uh, the drive-in specific commute, yeah, for sure. Like that just would like, change the tone. The day after, like the first day. 
that you do that alone, yeah. man, that's got to hurt so bad. Yeah. Anyways, thank you for your call. Yeah, this next caller. Has been crazy. Anyway, okay. Next caller. Hey, Paul. John Tron made new episodes. Have you seen them, and what is your opinion on them compared to the old ones? Goodbye. I love John Tron. I'm glad he's getting away from video games and he's reviewing Goosebumps now because, yo, everybody on the fucking internet reviews video games. It's enough. There we go. That's what I think. Jason? Did you see uh, R.L. Stein's AMA? I did. Yeah, just Goosebumps. Like, apparently, matters to a lot of people. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. You were I You're in for a scare. Goosebumps TV show. Do, 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 do. Anyways, next voicemail. Quit playing games with my head. I'm a sport, but I'm not a toy. Lesson analyze what I said. I don't want to be a complex boy. I can tell it you're serious when you are so delirious. Are you just playing me, baby? Is that a yes, no, or maybe? Yeah. Play a game with my head. I'm a sport, but I'm not a sport. Uh. That's not I like what I say. What was that? Uh, what's going on? Uh, uh, are you looking it up or what? No, I am sitting here just flummoxed. You uh, know what that reminded me of? What's that? Racism? Uh, no, John Leguizamo's The Pest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the opening credits. What? Stinky Vinky. Like, ah, ha, ha. Dude. Yeah. Like, fuck off, John Leguizamo. <laughs> uh, we watched that movie a while ago. That movie's it, so bad. It. I didn't know it was, like, most dangerous game in any yeah. way. That was yeah. really weird. It's really funny, yeah. Yeah, I, I, and also uh, Jeffrey Jones was in it. Like, there was just, like, surprises to be found in that movie. And the opening credit sequence is kind of amazing. But also the worst. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's what that reminded me of, this, this song we just heard. I imagine it's from the same era. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's like the late 90s. Everything was weird. Pretty much. Yeah. There's, like, four legs in the tub at some point. It doesn't make it. The pest. Anyways, thank you, caller. Yep. Next voicemail we have from across the pond from Germany. We have a voicemail from Albus09. Let's oh, see okay. what he had to say. Hey, Nathan. Hey, Paul. Just a quick question because I'm tired and I probably sound like bullshit tonight. Yeah, you do. What's your pen and, um, pen and paper RPGs? I never thought much of them, but then I listened to a stream where they played one. That actually sounded like fun. Well, have a good one with that. Pen and paper pachis? 
pen and paper RPGs. RPGs. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have been wanting to find a dungeon master, dragon master, whatever you want to call them, a DM for a long time to do tabletop and um, pen and paper RPG type stuff. And I would love to stream it. However, I need more than one other person to be interested. And I don't know who that would be. But there are gamers here in the city. So open casting call, maybe. Uh Uh-huh. I know, uh, I know. There's like weekly game meetups at some places, but uh, yeah, but yeah. those are terrible people because every time I go oh, yeah? to like the store or whatever they're meeting up in, they just look at you. They're like outsider, 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 outsider. Yeah, you're kind of supposed to meet your posse there. Seems to be kind yeah, of the thing. So, exactly. Unless there's others there. Actually, now that you think, now that I'm thinking about it specifically in relation to this store, we're probably both talking about. Yeah, they're kind of weird at being welcoming there. <laughs> okay, which store are we talking about? I'm talking about Sentry Box. I am not talking about Sentry Box, but I'm sure it's the same people. <laughs> so maybe, maybe. I don't I'm know. I'm talking about a place called Revolution on 14th. So if you're ever in Calgary, that's North Mount Drive and 14th Street in Northwest Revolution. <laughs> okay. Now sponsored by. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I've kind of, I, I dabbled for a bit with a friend of mine, and like, uh, we were playing this Star Star Wars game. There's Wait, a are Star you Wars a dungeon game. master, and you never told me because I'd be so. No, bad. I'm not a dungeon master. Sorry. Um, but I guess yeah, it was just like a couple of the friends involved were way too intense about it. Sure. Like it was just like, oh, I don't care at all enough to. Like, I don't know. Like, it was just, like, de- too demanding. It was, like, every week show up here, like, you know, you'd kind of ask a question, and then it'd be, like, kind of scoffed at in a kind of patronizing way. Like, I just got irritated by it pretty quickly. And then, like, at some point pretty quickly, then you're like, well, why am I volunteering to spend hours of my day every week with these people when I'd rather not? So, like, I'd vent- I just kind of quit. Sure. And we started changing games. Like at, at some point, we were playing some action movie based one. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but it was it was kind of like machismo '80s action movie motif or whatever. Um, so yeah, that was the last time I actually played. There's a friend of mine who has a regular D and D meetup, but why is this friend not also my friend? Um, I don't know. Like he's he's the guy that recommended Haxon and all this, so. Which is strange movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, again, just got to bring up hacks in three weeks in a row, and then something happens. I don't know. Uh, which is up here. How would um, you feel about? I know you have done uh, table top down perspective. Yeah. How would you feel about a like maybe monthly or something like meeting where a bunch of us play some Dungeons and Dragons or something, and then we could like record it and just set like set one out every couple of days or something i guess as long as everyone involved is pretty like their primary interest is having fun then that would be fine what if my primary interest is bitches uh, good luck i, I don't know <laughs> it's a weird, weird avenue <laughs> but all good those luck. hot D D bitches all the hot D D bitches uh-huh. Speaking of D and D, you thought Gygax was doing it for the no. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> he thought what? Little did we know, he knew nerd culture was going to be cool way ahead of like. Who did you say though? I didn't catch that. Gary Gygax, the guy. Oh, Gygax. He's just pimping. You think he did it for fun? He did it for the puss. (laughs) Sure, of course. Why does anyone do anything? I don't know. Yep. Um, Yeah, I don't know. What does, like, why does anyone do anything? Oh, the implication was for for, uh, genitalia of some kind. That was kind of the... So the hokey pokey is what it's all about. What it's all about, exactly. Okay. Um... Yeah, I'm not opposed to, like, in some ways, it's, like, the final frontier of, like, nerd culture for me. Like, it's, like, this is where it started, man. People meeting up and playing Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, I already watch movies. I play video games. I like Star Trek. So as soon as I jump into, like, the D&D, I am pretty much just, like, that guy. Yeah, like, that is the final thing like that is the last pillar like at that point i become a christian nerd like i guess i might need to be better at math but i don't know like i own a 20 sider so i think i'm good like i think that gets me in or something i'm not sure i don't think you need to be good at math because most of the quote-unquote nerds i've seen or like self-proclaimed nerds are fucking morons so okay they don't so even I know how to use like as a nerd though can i be a that... geek <clears throat> no bad too you are krasnor g Okay. It's like the god of geeks. You are Krasnor geek. Mm. It's like Zardoz, kind of. Yeah. Everybody should be tweeting Nathan right now some Murphy hype. What, to try to get me to play Pokemon? Or? That's right. That's okay. the final frontier for you right now. Is Pokemon? But that does, that seems more culturally like, accepting like and tabletop stuff yeah you know? i mean that's yeah, getting sure. bigger and bigger all the time too but full-blown D stuff but yeah like i almost want to be a total like extra i i don't know why but i'd i'd want to play maybe first edition just to know what like our nerd forefathers were doing in the 70s sure you know we can like, do what, that as long as we can find somebody that can actually like run a game yeah why not so okay this this could happen, but I, I don't know. Again, then it's also like a thing of like merging social circles, and like I get weirdly anxious about that. I do too. Like, what if my friends think like my friend is cooler than me, and then I will oh really the circle anymore? I gotta say, I'm oddly touched that that's your problem. Yeah, it's just like why is why do we have Nathan here? Let's just cut out the middleman, and then it's like oh no, oh. Come on. I wanted to play D&D with you guys. And it's like, no, nah, there's no meetup tonight. But I saw the case of Mountain Dew. I, I saw it. <laughs> I've seen pool. it. I've oh. seen that case of Mountain Dew. With my own eyes. Why are there four cars in your driveway? Why were there four cars in Nathan's driveway? <laughs> if you have an answer, we'll tell you how to get it to us. Right about now. Got a question or comment for the show? You can email us at podcast at pixelresponse.com or leave a voicemail using the voicemail feature on the right side of the main page. On Twitter, you can reach Nathan at Krasnor and Paul at Exposure. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash thepixelresponse and visit pixelresponse.com for more. 
she's right, you know. That's how you get a hold of us. Yep. There it is. We've been having war in the chat room. I don't know if you noticed, but there was a gang of bots. These bots were looking for no good. These are not the droids we were looking for. They have been coming into our chat room by the dozens and then just sitting there and doing absolutely nothing. And we weren't going to handle or we weren't going to take it anymore. So we handled it. Oh, okay. PR bot? Uh, nope. There was a whole bunch of them and we had to murder them, basically. There was oh, Rhino Chunks, Grimy Kisser, Burger Lips, Pickle Fanny, Buttercup <laughs> Butt. I'm not even making this up. That's what these were. For a full comprehensive list, go fuck yourself. Anyways, so I don't know why, but like, have you noticed that ever since Twitch has been updating stuff like bots are just the biggest problem ever now uh no i haven't been spending too much time on twitch so okay i guess twitch is bigger than ever though so that makes sense in a way the same way twitter is full of just fake people but yeah yep oh we're starting again just like us the episode oh no oh no we're stuck in a time lapse Uh. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers.